Hi there, my name is Kristen Skrill. I'm from Neighborhood Church and Charlia Maurer and I just want to welcome you. Uh, Charlia is our Administrative Director and Kids Ministry Director. So hello Neighborhood Church and hello all of our viewers. So if you've been following along lately, um, we have ended the Emotionally Healthy Relationship book. Um, last week, uh, Zach and I spoke on developing a rule of life. And this week, we are going to hear from Shirley Maurer on um, what her biggest takeaways are, and maybe she'll share a little bit about how she's implementing them. And so, um, to get started, Charlia, what are your biggest takeaways from this book, and how have you been implementing? Um, so, first of all, I feel like this book has been great. Yes. Awesome. It has um, really carried me through a lot in the last few months uh, in a different way than I probably would have handled a lot of my relationships. And so I'm grateful for that. I feel like God has been teaching me a lot about what it truly means to love him, love others, and love yourself. And how sometimes we kind of mix those around in order, yes. right? Um, and so one of the biggest things that, uh, there's two chapters in the, in the beginning of the book, Stop Mind Reading and Clarifying yeah. Expectations, mm -hmm. and the Incarnational Listening, those two really kind of set the stage, I felt like, um, in using this book on a daily basis and in my relationships. Um, but it, it taught me to learn to have a better understanding and I learned more about what his love was for me. Um, and so, you know, taking biblical stories and scenarios and learning about how Jesus lived relationally, but still in relation with him um, was really interesting. And I think it put me in different mindsets that I didn't ever enter into. That's good. And then it allowed me to open up into my relationships horizontally. So, you know, understanding my love, his love for us, um, or for me specifically, and out of that, my love for others. And then also understanding in order to love others well and relate to them well, there is an element of loving and honoring myself well. Yes. Um, and by that, I mean the ladder of integrity. So that is another chapter within the book. It's a hard chapter. <laughs> it is a, a hard, hard chapter. chapter. Um, but I think in practicing these steps that it talks about, you know, you have a hard situation with someone that you have to work out and you go through this ladder of integrity. And so you're, you're evaluating your heart, you're evaluating circumstances, truth and fact and what stories we play in our head. Lots of stories, right? Lots and lots of stories. And this one, I was able to use it in a scenario that I had with a friend and um, it really settled my heart and it allowed me to be prepared to have a conversation. Um, and the clarifying expectations chapter allowed me to level set the conversation. and. Even that one more so we've been using in our own home between my husband and right, I. Right, right. Um, and so there has just been so many great takeaways of this book. Um, but especially with The Ladder of Integrity, I think it softened my heart. And any time that God can soften our heart towards 
others is great. Um, and also understanding what it meant for me, um, you know, to allow me to accept his mercy and grace um, and what that looked like on a daily basis. Right. Would you, would you share it all on maybe without the ladder of integrity, where does one, what do most people, our viewers, neighborhood church, without the ladder of integrity, which is all about what's going on in your heart, finding out what you value, doing a lot of heart work before you actually even go and talk to a person, and you might not even have to once you do those steps. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took, you, it took you a long time, right? You know, the, the cool thing about this book is, yes, it did take me a long time, but the cool thing about this is that um, when you're retraining your mind mm -hmm. regarding circumstances, um, in that process, I realized God had already been working on me through other various circumstances. So it was really neat to be able to identify the growth I had already had yes. and also the long road that I had in front of me. Yep. Um, but it is hard and you know, I think in the past there could have been times where I, I know there was times where I probably would have just placed blame, sure. assume, easy to do. Yeah. so easy to do, assume circumstances, mm -hmm. hold on to those false stories, um, and really not take any ownership, but just say, you're the one at fault, you know, mm -hmm. point that finger. And, um, and there were times where I went through that ladder of integrity and I realized the issue that I was feeling, the, the, the reason that I felt I needed to talk to that person became not the other person, but my own heart issue. Yes, and right. so through that, I was able to see that God was, he met me, mm -hmm. he affirmed me or taught me something that I needed to right. learn. Um, and you know, I remember you telling me a long time ago, if I needed to address something, if it would hurt or help the gospel, and <laughs> I remember saying, yeah, and that was a hard part for me um, to really process. And you know, maybe, um, maybe if I had that book at that time, it would have been a little bit clearer what that right. looked like. Right. So it took me longer to get through that period. Yeah. And ultimately, in that specific circumstance, I did not address that person right. with my issues because I realized the issues were in my heart. Right. Um, so the ladder of integrity, I think, really helps us level set um, our, it, it kind of level sets our brain and our heart into hopefully an adult conversation if need right. be, yeah. um, one that's clear and not hurtful, and um, one that restores and doesn't tear down. Yeah. I mean, I'm just listening to you talk and I'm just thinking on how God has a great way of organically drawing stuff out of us right um it should make us um it should make us as human beings always be asking the question why right um when we are triggered by something um it's not to discount that there's nothing there but that trigger is also always showing us something about us and something that we value and so that these are not wasted moments right like these are not um you can always be learning something about the other person and about yourself. Right. And so I love that he does that. It's, I don't love the process, but I right. do love that he does that. And I think that's why I, 
I've enjoyed this book so much is because it has been something that I could pick up and live out relationally. Mm-hmm. Um, and and sometimes I think you know going to the Bible and reading stories, it doesn't. And even what Jesus did, it, sometimes I just I don't get how that applies to my yes. issue today. Um, and I think it's not not as quickly. Yes, right. I can't us. quickly apply it. And so the the fact that it marries what Jesus did and how he lived out and you know and what that looks like for us and how we can also do that. Um, you know, there's a part that it talks about us being apart from the person and you know it's that saying yes. agree to disagree. Yes. But Differenti differentiation. Yes. Right? Something like that. Yes. And so, you know, understanding that um, yes, again, agreeing to disagree is great, but really understanding what that feels like yes. and what, how that can be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean that in a way, in the past, if I were to say, well, let's just agree to disagree, mm-hmm. I may not have necessarily meant it. Yes. Um, false peacemaking. Yes. yes. False and peacemaking. Myself included. Right. But understanding that, um, you know, one of the things that I put down was that it's it's important to understand ourselves and they, there's a chapter that talks about going back um, and you know into the iceberg and and all of that but you know understanding who you are and accepting who you are and where you came from mm-hmm. and that's why you are today that is part of the process of understanding someone else in that conversation yes. and ultimately if the two of you have to agree to disagree but understanding that it's okay for you to be in your position and it's okay for me to be in my position and neither feelings are wrong um, and and that's okay. But having that conversation in a safe way is important because if it's important enough to have the conversation, then that relationship is important. Right, right. I loved how you said it about the, that's just beautiful, even how you said it, um, that everybody you know, from from birth to where they find themselves today, you know, 36, 36, um, that there are different factors that help them value the things they value. Like, we're real human beings. Like, we are separate from one another. Like, it's right. actually a really beautiful thing. Yeah. And it can feel so scary in a relationship if you do disagree, but then you're not being yourself. And right. so it's, it's such a beautiful thing to be yourself. And you talked about emotions a little bit ago and that that is so important because right. we are we are built and we run on our emotions right and you know sometimes we don't stop to think and question why we have those emotions and you know one of an understanding that I had was I'm having these emotions because like you said we right. value something yes. and when I don't honor who I am how God made me and what I value then I may have been people pleasing, yep. and then I'm disgruntled because mm-hmm. I, talking about this. <laughs> I did the people pleasing, and yeah. I really wasn't honest. Mm-hmm. And so, just understanding how to navigate those, and it, and that it's okay to be honest. Yes, um, but it's more important to do it in a loving way. Well, and if you aren't, I know we talked about this the one day off camera. We don't always talk right. on camera. <laughs> off camera, if you don't ever address if you don't ever pay attention to your emotions to figure out what it is that you're valuing um you end up becoming more disgruntled about the other person 
when in actuality, when you think about it, they have no idea you feel the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. And so I can become bitter and angry towards someone else where it's like, well, shoot, I've, I've not said this, 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 or this to you. And now I, I have this angry spirit and it's like, that's not their fault. That's, mm -hmm. that's me not actually being who God designed me to be or the values. I'm not saying all of our values are 100%. There are values that definitely need tweaked and re, you know renewed in Christ. But it's huge if we don't listen to it. Yeah, and you know, we can so quickly cling to that. Yes. Right? And also forget that God also created that person on the other end. Yes. And us understanding ourselves helps us it opened at least for me, it opened my heart to understanding the other person, whether or not they'd receive a conversation, um, how I needed to deliver it, maybe what they even value. You know, that goes back to the um incarnational listening. You know, and putting yourself into that shoes and into their shoes and without judgment, which is uh, so hard to do. You, the thing you yeah. said earlier, the compassion, like to be able to realize where someone maybe has come from. Yeah. You didn't say the word compassion, but that's what I was thinking right. in my mind. Like you've got to be, you've got to allow God to give you compassion for the other person. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so hard to see. Sometimes we don't want to go back. Yeah. Right. We don't want to go back to go forward and. Um, you know, there's a genogram in here where you, you talk about your family history and what anger looks like or um, all various oh, yeah. things. How you process things, yes. happy, sad. And while that's probably not one of the, the top of my list for things that, you know, mm -hmm. my biggest takeaways, that was an integral part because understanding where I came from allows me to understand why I may jump to communicating something one way. Yes. And learning that God's nudging me how he wonderfully does patiently mm -hmm. and peacefully towards another direction. Yeah. Um, and even sharing, once I took that time to do that, even sharing that with my husband, he then saw my communication a little bit differently. Yes. I re he talks about it in the book. Pete talks about how he grew up in a family where if you were being spoken to mm -hmm. or if you speak, it's always to advise or it's always uh, like in a defensive role. And so if we're talking off camera, because again, we don't do this all the time. <laughs> if we're talking off camera and I get defensive, she maybe has never said anything that would lead anyone else to feel that way. But since maybe I've maybe been raised up to either be given an account because uh, you know uh, I need to defend myself or to advise. And there's so many more forms of communication, right? And so knowing how someone's been raised up to communicate is huge. And you don't always know that, especially like right. even if you have someone that you're getting to know. Yes. Um, and so that's, you know, especially in those new relationships, mm -hmm. going through the ladder of integrity, for example, could help you weed out what would be helpful for the relationship yes. and really if you didn't do that you might end up going with the hurtful mm -hmm. um but yeah you know so it's so important there it it goes deeper and further than i think we even know today um but it is beautiful how he can constantly teach us he is in god not pete's gazero right. but that he can <laughs> constantly teach us um through our experiences i even had one monday and um, just, you know, responding in gentleness like he does with us uh, 
was was so much better and mm -hmm. I know had I responded in a different way the trajectory of that conversation could have gone a lot differently yes yes um, and so just I'm, I'm thankful that you know I've been able to sit and and go through some of this we're not through our group isn't through yeah, all of it neither. but um, it's good and it's something that I think I'm going to continue to pick up and yes. go through it's so good. I, you know, the song that comes into my mind is that Torn, Torn Wells, is that his name? I, yeah. Fully known. Like, yes. if I'm just thinking on everything that you're saying, man, if we actually put all this into practice, which would take years to do, but have that desire, you would really be fully knowing people. And if we can do that horizontally, I'm just imagining how much he fully knows us, right? Like, and it's I beautiful. I think we forget that. Yes. I think we forget that even when we are struggling relationally or even when these practices failed me because it didn't work for you know it, it can't be a one-size-fits-all right. nothing is but understanding that even when i fail even when i may feel misunderstood or my actions misinterpreted that i am still fully known by him mm -hmm. is the most beautiful thing um, and should be the most comforting, even if you can't get with that person right. to talk to that knows you really well. Right. Um, that, you know, he is our ultimate comforter. Um, and, wow. Yeah. So. Well, if that's it, um, I don't think I have anything else. Um, and you have anything else to no. say? No? Okay. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. And thanks so much for your time.